Just call us the game. 1027. 1027. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? It's live at five, and it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. And now, your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, dedicated to you, committed to justice at FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the Floor Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? Happy Wesleyan Wednesday. It is a Wesleyan Wednesday. We've got a jam-packed show today. We've got uh, Wesleyan Tennis in the house. we got uh, Nick Roush coming on about 5.30, 5.35, somewhere around there for the Kentucky fans out there. We'll talk a little football, maybe even a little basketball. I know that's kind of looming over Kentucky right now as well. And uh, we'll do a little uh, volleyball, soccer stuff somewhere in the middle, so we'll get Get that in, and then we got get set for football. And of course, it's a very busy week for that here with five, well, three games on five stations coming up on Friday night. Yeah, and you got the well, you got one game on. Uh, you got yes, three games on five for stations high school. for high school. Don't forget tomorrow, Louisville WVJS kicks off. They're they're broadcaster on Louisville, so. These college schedules have got, got got me all over the map. I mean, you got oh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, because I usually got, you got we Louisville Tuesday, Thursday. Western game. I use point. on Friday, and then we got uh, UK on uh, on Saturday along with Western. Yeah, so it, it's going to be fun. We got great guests tomorrow, too, because Sarah Sanchez will be here. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But right now, it is a Kentucky Wesleyan Wednesday, and here in the Floor Concept Studios, we have the new men's and women's uh, tennis coach, uh, Kyla Dilger. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, all right. And, uh, man, welcome to Live at Five. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Already brought the energy in the uh, in the pregame. We had talked a little bit here before the show went on the air, and uh, you were an assistant last year, right? And now stepping in. Talk about that transition and how excited you are for this opportunity. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so thrilled. Uh, this was an opportunity that just kind of – fell into my lap. I was not expecting it. Um, I'm so fortunate to have worked uh, under Chuck Brown last year. Um, it was such a cool experience, a big learning year. Um, kind of just got thrown into the fire for a lot of different things and, and learned firsthand from him a lot. And so I felt really prepared to uh, take on this unexpected role as head coach for both men and women. And I, I have really high hopes for uh you know, building this whole new winning culture here at Kentucky Wesleyan. We had Coach Brown in with us, and very impressive, right? So it's yeah. a lot to take from. He's got a, a great resume, yes. you know, and, and talk about that transition. Now as you go from an assistant to a head coach over the men's and the women's, how challenging is that? It, it, it has a lot of challenges, that is for sure. Um, but luckily, I have the best teams to work for. Um, they make it so easy. Uh, the team chemistry that they have, they started that last year. That was a big reason that I, you know, was comfortable sticking around because I knew that they had my back. They were willing to work with me through my ups and downs and everything because there are, you know, tough battles as we, you know, build a championship kind of program winning kind of thing here because um, that hasn't really been the situation. That hasn't been the case. So I'm really excited to bring kind of my experience, my fresh ideas, my new everything. And I'm so excited because they're so willing to work with me. So they make it. They make it fun. Yeah, and you got the tremendous uh, athletic director over there, uh, Mark Shook. Absolutely. And uh, talk about him. You know, uh, he's doing a great job, I feel like, of building every program. Yes. Uh, he's got a lot of reach. His, his handprints are all over the Kentucky Wesleyan Athletics program. And talk about uh, uh, Mark Shook a little bit. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> um, I'm 
I'm so flattered that he believes in me and has given me this opportunity to, you know, kind of start from scratch here and build build something that's uniquely me. Um, but yeah, he's been so awesome to work with over the last couple of years. He helped me get a lot done last year. Um, and he has such a great vision, like you said, for every sports program here at Kentucky Wesleyan. And, and that's so, so refreshing because tennis is kind of one of those sports that gets slid under, you know, things like football, baseball, basketball, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think that he views it as a equal level playing field. And I'm so grateful for that. That's one thing that we, we, we've seen from, from Mark Shook since, uh, since he's came on board and since we've partnered with him and then having him in here and having him just talk about, you know, the one team Wesleyan initiative and, and it, it is one team. You talked about you having to wear a lot of hats. You kind of get thrown in the deep end and, but you learn that way. Right. Exactly. And, and I feel like that talking to a lot of the coaches there and under uh, a Mark Shook, everybody's kind of pulling in the same direction. That's got to be pretty refreshing. It is so refreshing. Yep. I love working with the entire staff because I feel like we all have that mentality of the one team and, and everybody is always, you know, there for me at least and pushing me up. And I, I hope that I can do the same for them moving forward too. Moving over that one chair, what's been the toughest challenge? Oh gosh. Um, I just think, I, I think that recruiting is a big, a big hurdle mm-hmm. um, because it's something that's new and it's something that, doesn't have a whole lot of experience you know there's not like a cut and dry way to do things um so it's something that we kind of have to play it by ear and, and change with the times you know as it goes and um but i'm very very excited for what we've got this year um i was a part of that last year getting our first internationals ever um in the history of kentucky wesleyan tennis on the squad um and they are so so excited to be here and they love it so far so i'm, I'm really thrilled about that they're they bring a lot to the program and um you know as far as tennis goes college tennis um to be competitive we really need that international boost up at the top and um, so i hope to continue to do that and i hope to bring in some good local kids as well you know and um but yeah it, that is probably the cha- most challenging part yeah, sure. especially when you look at it in the in the world of tennis. I mean, it's still big here in the United States, mm-hmm. but it's monstrous. It really overseas, is. and and just so many more player, young players yes. playing than you get here. So if you can tap into that international culture, then it really allows the program to grow at exponentially. It adds you have a so co- much couple depth. German players, right? Yes. That, yes. We talked about that before. I'm going through the rosters, and I'm like, okay, let's see who we got here. And they, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, man, we got kids from like Vegas. We got uh, a couple German kids on the, on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about the, this group on the men's side, and, we'll, and then we'll jump on the women's side. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a super diverse group. Um, they each bring a lot to the table in terms of energy, in terms of culture, in terms of experience. Um, it, it's so cool to get them all together and watch them go out and compete. Like every practice is very high intensity. They push each other. They always are lifting each other up. It's, it's so cool to be a part of. So cool to cool to watch. I've got to know because like you talked about Vegas, Germany, all over. How big a culture shock is it for someone to come to Owensboro, <laughs> Kentucky, which you know, no offense to Germany. I'm not sure there's an Owensboro over there. I mean, it's, this has <laughs> got to be different. It, yes, they have commented about the differences and, you know, they just said that they feel so welcomed here by the community, which is so nice to hear. And, and I mean, honestly, I love Owensboro myself because the big tennis community here and everything. And I feel like they have totally embraced it and it's embraced them right back. So. Really cool. Southern hospitality, yes, Steve. Absolutely. That's right. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it is. It's a, it's a great place to, to raise a family. And I think it's a great place. You know, you talk about culture shock. I think it's more of a culture relaxation. Coming out of somewhere like Vegas. I was, I was there on moving day and I was helping this kid raise his bed. And I'm like, where are you from? And he said, I'm from Vegas. And I was like, 
Well, man, you're going to be ready because it's like going from the fast lane on the far left side of the fifth lane over to the right because it's going to be a little bit slower here. You just can't jump out at 1 o'clock in the morning and hit the town. That's for sure. But but when you walk on that Westland campus, though, there is just something charming about it. Oh, it's a beautiful campus. It's a beautiful, beautiful campus. And and I think that appeals to these kids that are coming from all over the world now. And on the women's side, you know, the name that stuck out right off the bat was uh, Sydney Tucker. Of course, we've covered her. Pretty much like Miss Seven Sport well, I mean, in high school. If you're right? on the tennis court and you need a block, a goal, uh, you know, a bucket, I mean, she can <laughs> do it all. Point. <laughs> an extra point, whatever you need right. on the tennis court, right. she can do it all. Yeah. Yeah, she can, she can. It's it's been a she's been a great asset to our women's side. She brings a ton of energy, tons of athleticism. She's so fun to work with, so fun to coach. Yeah, and the other ladies on the team, you know, talk about uh, building that program on that side. That one is definitely going to be the more difficult of the two. Um, to you know, we just have a little bit less to start from. Uh, but honestly, all the girls, the mentality is so positive. Everyone is pushing each other, just like the men. You know, I can't say enough good about them and how how good they are at sticking together and and you know really keeping that chemistry strong so and and our freshmen that we've got this year too they've just you know assimilated right into that and have embraced it and are definitely taking every challenge head on so So we're joined by men's and women's uh, tennis coach at kentucky wesley and uh, kyla dilger and kyla you know talk about building this because you're kind of building these programs from the ground up i mean the foundation Mm -hmm. has been laid but but moving it to where you know you go from the bottom of the conference just taking a step to the middle you know talk about some of the challenges some of the things that you have vision for this program to get it to that spot oh yeah um so the gmac is a really impressive conference it's very tough um they always always bring the competition level i saw that last year firsthand um so you know we we work hard i have them in the weight room and in the fitness center conditioning doing some new stuff that they this, this program has just never done before um we have that first thing in the morning which they're not crazy about but it's it builds, it builds yeah. some character you know <laughs> that's exactly right it builds character <laughs> um and then we've got them out um hitting sessions i work with them a little bit one on one as well which is really really helping i think in the sense of in their own personal individual game development and um, then they can go out and use what they learn from me on court and push each other in the team practices um and yeah I'm, i think that as long as we keep that level high and keep everybody pushing each other and keep that positivity and everything we should be able to you know be competitive. I think this year will be more competitive, especially on the men's side. And, you know, I'm hoping, hoping that we can qualify for conference. If, the, if not this year and next year, that's something that hasn't been done before. And I think I, that it's a reasonable goal to have. And, and one thing that has to help on the recruiting front, I'm sure you saw this last year, was the facilities there that Westland has partnered with the, yes. you know, the tennis house down there. Or I think I can't Center remember. Center Court. Center Court. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's got to be one of the top facilities in the GMAC, in Division Two Conference. And that's yes. got to help you recruiting wise yes and we are so fortunate as we get to host the gmac tournament actually each year so or at least we have been for the past few years so um that is a huge selling point and center court is a phenomenal facility and we are so lucky to be able to have it at our disposal to use for our matches and our practices you trained a little bit over there right yes yes i hope i coached there a little bit too on the side and um it's it's fantastic place before you get out of here i mean you know tomorrow steve you know you can all of a sudden go in person and, you know, maybe lay a little wager. I may have to talk to him before she got here. Oh, yeah. With the U.S. Open going on, I may need to get some inside <laughs> oh, info yeah, okay. where I can head over to the sports book and, you know, lay something down. So who's, who's going to win the yeah, U.S. I, Open? I, I need yeah. to know. I, I mean, need to know yeah. these things. We've got the experts in. That's right. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 before we get you, I do want to know, you know, what motivated you to get into coaching? You know, you 
talk about your background, you know, coming from uh, just right across the river, Lincoln City, and then uh, went down to Western and played at a high level. Western's a, a very high level. Came back here to Owensboro for Brusher for your final year. Talk about the, your path and what led you in, into coaching. Yeah, so um, I've had an excellent amount of coaches in my life, and they, they have made a big impact on me as a player and as a person. Um, my uncle coached me from a really young age, and he's been a very positive influence in my life. Um, and he was one that was a big part of the inspiration for me to go play at WKU. Um, I got that awesome opportunity to play for Greg Davis down there, and he was amazing as a coach. Um, and then my academic journey kind of brought me back here to Owensboro and finished up there. Loved loved the team atmosphere here in Owensboro again, um, playing pretty locally. And that's kind of where I got connected with Chuck over at Center Court. And he, again, was another really big positive influence in me uh, in, in my tennis coaching kind of career. And he was the one who kind of got me like, hey, you should coach. You know, you kind of have this skill set and you can push the players. And so he kind of wrote me into coaching last year and I saw that I could do it. And I and I, like I said, loved the team and they totally embraced me. I was a little nervous because I was pretty much their same age. You know, I didn't know how that would there would be that level of like respect and there completely is they are awesome individuals so and and they let me have my shot here and and take it in stride and they they push each other and i love it so and i think that's what we've seen with wesleyan across the board is is, is getting younger coaches into the coaching yeah. field kind of kind of grooming them for the for the head coaching role and you you kind of see that on the football side you see it in almost every sport because so many people are, are trying to put on so many different hats that are pulling in the same direction and not only are you developing you know, student athletes, but you're developing young coaches that can go on and have a tremendous career. And we're excited uh, that you got this opportunity. Yes, me too. I'm I'm really excited for what's to come. I have high hopes. <laughs> and last thing, when's the, when's the season kickoff? When, when can we expect the, the tennis teams to be in action? So we have a few fall matches here set up starting in October, um, but our main season will be in the spring. And we've got we've got some really exciting competition against a few D1 teams, a couple D2s, a couple NAIAs, good variety. It should be really good exposure for the kids and good experience. Well, Kyla, thanks for coming by, Wesleyan Wednesday. And Good luck. I know it's, it's a challenge taking over two programs, but yeah. uh, very confident and very impressed in getting to talk to you. Wesleyan Tennis is in good hands. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much. That's Kyla Dilger, the brand new uh, tennis coach there for the men's and women's at Kentucky Wesleyan. We'll come back, talk a little bit about uh, volleyball, had some results there. Soccer got rained out, but we still can catch up on what's going on around the area. We have Nick Roush on deck, so stay tuned. Live at 5, 1027, the game. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kicking It 270. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Thank you. 
Are you looking for a new job opportunity? Superior Ag is seeking hardworking and motivated individuals to join our team. We offer competitive starting pay, on-the-job training, and benefits packages, including 401k, medical, vision, and dental insurance. For more information, please contact your local Superior Ag location or visit superiorag.com slash careers to apply. Superior Ag, grow with us. Flowers are blooming, yards are being mowed, and your to-do list is growing. Why not let the Hancock County Public Library help you out? Stop in and check out our seed library. Grab some books on container gardening or just something to read or listen to while you're swinging on your front porch. There's something for everyone at the Hancock County Public Library. Most people think water pollution is an industrial problem, but it's also a household problem. When you allow hazardous chemicals, paint, or even pet waste to wash down the storm drain, it goes directly into our water. That makes a huge mess today, and an even bigger mess for our kids to clean up tomorrow. It's time we all did our part to protect Kentucky's water. To find out how you can help, visit stormwater.ky.gov. Brought to you by the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Hi, I'm Karen Gross, Realtor with REMAX Professional Realty Group. Congratulations to my client Jim on the sale of his lot in Hartford. He was great to work with. If you're ready to buy or sell, call or text me at 270-315-9810 or log on to KarenGross.net. I'm Karen Gross and your dream is my mission. 270-315-9810. Cheap, fast auto insurance doesn't mean you have the right coverage. Our expert agents at Home Mutual work with you and identify the right affordable auto insurance for your unique needs. Call us today for a free quote at 812-547-2363. Home Mutual Insurance, protection for the things you Robbie Lee, 270-929-2786. Don't worry about the roof. Robbie's on it. Local sports at its finest, live at 5, with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Poultry, FWHlegal.com. If you're just joining us, Nick Roush will be joining us at the bottom of the hour, uh, about 535, somewhere around there here. So stay tuned for the Kentucky fans out there. It'll be our Green River Area Federal Credit Union guest of the game. Uh, be sure and download the Owensboro Radio app. Five uh, stations will have games on Friday night. you got Owensboro Catholic and OHS on two stations here on 1027 and on VJS. McLean and Hancock, you got both teams represented, one on BIO with the Hornets, the Cougars on 97X, and then Caleb will be over for Perry Central hosting Paoli, which should be a tremendous that's, that's going to be a, That is a under-the-radar, really good matchup. Yeah, yeah, and it will be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough one of the tougher games to pick on our Texas Roadhouse. Pick them. Is that up yet? 
Uh, it should be up sometime today. Be, be on the lookout. Yeah, it should be up, be up anytime. Uh, Texas Roadhouse, pick them. Get your picks in there. Also, hey, you, you got a special prize this week to win on the Texas Roadhouse Pick oh, what's, Contest. What's, what is it this week? So in the Pick Contest, not only do you get the gift card from Texas Roadhouse, but you win two tickets to Burt Kreischer oh. over at Victy Theater in Evansville. That's a good show. The That's Bert, right here. Burt's Wild. Yeah, I mean, he has his own. did he have his own Netflix show? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that was a very entertaining. He had to take some time off the road and make this comedy special in the woods. It's really funny, but... Bird in general, he's just he's yeah. wild. It'll so the pick'em contest, you're gonna win two tickets to that also. I gotta pick up a couple of those tickets, man, and, and for myself because Bert's Bert's a good time over there at the Ford Center. But uh, be sure and uh, follow along 1027 the game Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where we're doing these giveaways. So be sure and t- be tuned in and subscribe to. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do have the media. fan of the week, Hide and Timber Hide fan and of the week out there. That's the twenty five dollars gift card to Hide and Timber, and then they also win two tickets to Burt Kreischer. Oh well, there you got. So they got, you got a chance yeah. for win four. Yeah, Burt, man, we're gonna be representing all week long for Burt Kreischer. And uh, if you have any questions for Nick Roush or anything you want to add to the program, kicking at text line two seven zero nine zero three zero three eighty nine. Be sure and subscribe and like us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast out there. It is Wesleyan Wednesday. Before we jump into volleyball and stuff, Wesleyan, William Jewell, we'll break this down a little more on uh, Friday, but this is a this is a game for the Panthers coming off a, a, a performance where they competed against one of the best teams in the nation that I think you need to, to snowball that performance and take it on in to, to Saturday. You know, we always do the the ceiling and floor for you know all the high school teams leading up to our high school coverage. For Westland to hit their ceiling, this is a must win. This is a game for they got to hit their ceiling. Yes, yeah. this is a game they got to go out and 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 you know we talked about what Coach Young has done as far as growing the program and recruiting and other things. They taken giant leaps forward. The type of player they're getting now is better than they've ever gotten at Westland. But you got to get some wins, and this is a William Jewell team that they owe one to. And need to go out there on the road and get a victory. Yeah, and I think I think this is one they've had circled too. Yes. So they'll be ready. Yes. You know, this week. And you can go into that home opener one and one where the kids get in free on the home opener night. Was it like kids' night or whatever? That's right. It's gonna be rocking there in a couple Saturdays, but you, to get there, you need this win. Yeah, it's it's a big game on Saturday for 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 Kentucky Wesleyan football because I think you want to establish where your program is. You competed against a national level program on the road. Now you, you go to William Jewell for week two. It's tough open on the road two weeks. But I think it'll help keep the guys focused, keep them locked in, and, you know, curious to see this brand of football. We didn't see them throw it around a whole lot. They only threw it 12 times. They kept it predominantly on the ground. I think you're going to see a little bit different style offense out of the Panthers this year. But but the defense rose to the occasion. The defense played really well. They did. A very good offense. And I, I think this is going to be a good matchup, good favorable matchup. And we'll break it down at the tailgate show on Friday and kind of give you some some stats of what we're looking at for William Jewell and Kentucky Wesleyan on Saturday. Now, last night, soccer got rained out all across the area. Right when we were going off the air last night, it was a bit of a monsoon, a little bit a of a deluge, a little bit of a lightning uh, electrical storm. Uh, so the soccer got rained out. Uh, but volleyball, of course, indoors. Trinity takes down Owensboro three sets to one. Georgia Howard with 13 kills. You had Hannah Nash with 12 kills, 24 assists, and 10 digs. Carolyn Hall, our reigning Lady Raider of the Week, with 30 assists. And then you got uh, on the Owensboro side, uh, Kirsten Taylor, Chase Mathers, big contributors in defeat for the Lady Devils. Trinity moves to 13 and 3 on the season. 
Just another feather in the cap for the Lady Raiders. Yeah, and like we said, they're going to be right there in the regional tournament and one of the regional favorites all year long, and uh, they're playing well. How about the Lady Raiders winning more sets than any other team in the state of Kentucky right now? I did not realize that. Most sets won. Okay. Search it on the stats. It just came up uh, yesterday, I do believe. Trinity, number one in the state in sets one. That's not bad. Not bad for little Trinity. Yeah. You know, it's always fun. It's amazing to me the, the the traditional volleyball pyre they've built out there in the last 10 years on a school that's got, what, 97 kids total? Yeah, I think it's important to not take it for granted. Right. right? Like, okay, eh, it's a good story. No, this team is legitimately a contender for the third region championship. This is about the third year in a row. They played for one a couple years ago. Semifinals last year. Upset last year, and then now this year right there at the top of the region, and they'll have a big weekend all A coming up this weekend looking for some revenge. You got the, yeah, you got the uh, fish fry. That's right. Uh, well, maybe. They got to win. Yeah, it. Both I, teams yeah. need to they're, win. They're a, the two heavy the favorites in there. Is you don't have to play in the first round like you did last right. year. Right. So, so we'll, we'll culminate to that matchup. Catholic did survive a little bit of a scare last night. Breckenridge County in five sets, though. And uh, Tyranda Stewart. Has been tremendous this year for the Lady Aces. 13 kills, 8 digs, 4 aces. Kennedy Murphy with 31 assists as the Lady Aces moved to 6-2 and two on the season. Breck falls to 4-8. and eight. But there's a little team down in Brandenburg that nobody's talking about. Right. Nobody's really paying attention to. And the Mead County Lady Waves that takes down Apollo in four sets. And they're sitting at 11-0 and 0 right now. They are. Undefeated. Yes. So it, they say, hold on now. You keep talking about Catholic Trinity, Catholic Trinity. We ain't lost a game. They're, they're right there in the thick of it, too. There's no doubt. And they're good at everything. Me, yeah. uh, it's just they're, one of those schools that's pretty good at everything. Mm-hmm. They're going to be – that's a team on the – on the you know, for the FWH Legal Cup, when you look at the on the girls' side, that's a team that can uh, do some damage. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're looking for somebody that can try to gain some ground on the Lady Aces, and maybe that Mead girls program is, is, is one that – could do it. You I know, could. There, there's there's possibilities there, especially if they could find a way in volleyball. Ava Fazio with 14 kills, six blocks. Abby Butterworth with seven kills. And like I say, 11 and 0. Apollo falls to eight and four on the season. So if you have to stack them up right now, you got to go OHS five, mm-hmm. Apollo four, mm-hmm. Mead three. Okay. And 11 and 0, it's kind of disrespectful. It is. But I still think the big two are Catholic and Trinity. But Mead's like, hold on now. We haven't lost the game. So they're back in third. But that, that's how I'd have them ranked. I, I think, think that's not a bad ranking. I think whoever represents the third out of the All-A will officially be my favorite to win the third. There region. you go. So there you go. There well, my favorite is Trinity. I want the Trinity Raiders to win that first regional title in the in, in one of the big sports. I'm, I'm biased. You're, You're biased, right. Vic. When it comes to that, I will always be biased for White's Vegas. I know the, the stat leaders are out there. Be sure and follow 1027 the game across the board because the stat leaders are out. Uh, soccer postponed last night, but Owensboro Catholic sitting at 7-1 and one on the girls' side. Only losses to McCracken County, Virginia Young, and Allie Marston leading the way in, in the points department for the Lady Aces. Uh, Davis County sitting at 8-4. and four. Meads at 6-3. and three. Apollo at five and five. Coach Aiken doing a tremendous job over there of kind of reviving that program a little bit. And then uh, Goff, uh, 25 goals down in Ohio County has led them to a five and three record. She's sitting at 57 points right now. That's a lot of points. Another tremendous year as expected, much like the boys' side with the Davis County Panthers who are sitting at 11 and one. Their only loss was to Bowling Green. Sam Glover, 28 points. Jack Quisenberry, 23. And then Connor Johnson in goal doing work. One of the better goalies. 
across the state of Kentucky there for the Davis County. I think on the Vineyard primary care stat leader, Saves, goalie Saves, I think the, the leader is McLean County's uh, Fraley. It's got like 180 saves. It's un- wow. The number is unbelievable. Man, you got to slow them shots on goal then. Right. I think <laughs> if I was looking at it, they're averaging, she's averaging like 21 saves on like 30 shots a game. I mean, that's a lot of, 30 shots a game in soccer is giving up a lot of shots. Maybe it would help if they put some other defense out there with her. Man, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty good though. It is. Pretty good. You know, your goalie can, you, last line of defense is getting the job done That's hope so solo type goalkeeping there getting it done uh, but uh yeah on the boys side davis county the overwhelming favorite uh, as no always owensboro's at five and three meads at six and three ohio county five and six and muhlenberg setting at four and three on the boys side of the standings there but uh, man at the end of the day i would be very surprised if anybody other than catholic or davis county represented on the girls' side and the boys' side. Yeah, I think they're the two heavy, heavy favorites. I think Davis County's probably even a bigger favorite than the Catholic girls' side is. I mean, I would put Davis County, what, like a 98% chance to win that region? Yeah, I mean, I think Owensboro can't has has some weapons, but they haven't quite put it all together. You're talking about an empire in Davis County. Yeah. Either way, that would be a massive upset. If yes. Even if it's a third region championship. This is like Alabama football circa four years ago before, you know, right. Saban started getting old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he went out and got Notre Dame quarterback and the right. Notre Dame offensive coordinator. Saban's going to run circles around <laughs> us. He's going to win it with our <laughs> offensive coordinator and our old coach. But, but for the girls side, I would say Ohio, even though at five and three, I think they're the biggest challengers to the Lady Aces just simply because. Well, that's been the matchup the last two yeah. years. And, and Davis County's right there. That was, that was a scheduled matchup last night. I know Catholic's already got one win over them, uh, but Davis County and Catholic was rained out last night. They'll make that game up. But that'll wrap up our uh, fall sports segment there. We'll take a break and come back and get Nick Roush on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union Hotline, live at 5, 1027 The Game. Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and back services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family owned and locally operated. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Are you ready to take your ride to the next level? Look no further than Lux Detailing and Window Tint. Our skilled technicians will have your car looking its best in no time with our top-of-the-line detailing and lifetime warranty window tinting services. The lot stop there. Protect your investment with our System X ceramic coatings, the ultimate in paint protection Carfax certification. Say goodbye to chips, scratches, and fading paint. System X ceramic coatings keeps your cars looking like new for years to come. And Lux Detailing and Window Tint will dedicated to bringing you the very best in car care services. Visit us today and discover the Lux difference, where luxury meets performance. Lux Detailing and Window Tint. 
Chris Bear, colorful leaves. Fall is here, and so is the comfort you deserve. Courtesy of Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling in Owensboro. Don't let the chill catch you off guard. For furnace tune-ups, AC checkups. We've got you covered for the changing seasons. Ready to cozy up? Reach out to us at 270-729-BRAD. Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling, your trusted partners for warmth and comfort. Embrace fall with a snug home. Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling is a proud provider of Root Home Comfort Heating AC Systems. Celebrating the tried and true. Rely on Root. Hunger's calling you. Go to Moonlight Barbecue. Stop in today. Eat their buffet. You'll be satisfied and on your way. It's down on Parish Avenue. That's Moonlight Barbecue. It's fun for the whole family at the City of Owensboro Edge Ice Center. Open weekends for public skate sessions. Sign your family up now for our Learn to Skate classes. Celebrate your birthday on ice at the Edge Ice Center. Find out more at owensboroparks.org or call 270-687-8720. It's fun for the whole family at the City of Owensboro Edge Ice Center. Find out more at owensboroparks.org or call 270-687-The City of Owensboro's Edge Ice Center, the coolest place in town. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. Stirring Up Hope Incorporated. Equine Assisted Activities, Equine Assisted Learning is an organization based in Fernand, Indiana. And they'll be having a pork chop dinner and fundraiser September 30th from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Get a pork chop, two sides, a roll, and a cookie. It's a drive through event with pork donated by Southern Indiana Livestock. Cost is only $12, and it'll happen at three locations. The Stern of Polk Barn in Santa Claus, Midwest Ag in Rio, and Living Word Church in Newburgh. It's a fundraiser for Stirring Up Hope, and everyone is invited. Again, September 30th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Find the 1027 The Game community calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana Sports Leader 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. It's live at five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Vic Evans, Stephen A. Turner's on the phone right now here in the Floor Concept Studio. So we're trying to get a hold of our guest of the game, Nick Roush, and uh, we might have to see what's going on there. Steve's still trying to get a hold of him. And and as you heard, we had uh, in our first segment, in our first segment, we had Wesleyan Wednesday. We had the new Wesleyan coach, uh, Carla Digger, who did, Dilger, who did an unbelievable job. And then we're doing, uh, they had the softball scoreboard. I think he's got Nick Roush on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union hotline right now. Nick, are you there? I got to turn him up. I'm here. There you are, Nick. There he is. (laughs) Welcome to the How y'all doing today? Doing good. We're doing great. Man, welcome. And, uh, Nick Roush on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union hotline. And, uh, Nick, let's get started with, uh, Obviously, football season here. We'll, we'll touch on basketball a little later on because there is kind of a hot story going on there. But, you know, I always think it's interesting. Kentucky won by 30, but you hear a lot of people, oh, they didn't look great. It was a little sloppy. You know, they, you know, they cover this massive spread. I mean, t- 10 years ago, you'd have been thrilled. Kentucky won by 30 and covered this massive spread. It just kind of shows you the, the progress of the program. It really does. Um, and, but you know what, though? There is. 
I think a little bit of reason why some of that frustration is there. It's just because some of the inefficiencies from a year ago uh, resurfaced. And it was when the field got short. Uh, Rich Gangarella, he, uh, we mocked him when he said it's easier to score from the 50 than it is from the 10. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of where Kentucky struggled most last year was in the red zone. Once that field got short, space got tight. Uh, Kentucky, you know, the, the defense gave them a couple opportunities with short fields there at the end of the first half, and they were kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. So there, there's a reason why there's a little bit of um, of gripe around the Big Blue Nation. Uh, you, you anticipated more from Devin Leary and Liam Cohen coming back, but people do forget that it took Cohen about a month to get things rolling. It really wasn't actually until week six of his first season when they, they put up a ton of points against LSU. Now, I don't think it's going to take that long because he's got a quarterback with a lot more experience. Um, and But it's still, it, it wasn't the greatest offensively, but defensively. I mean, you score a defensive touchdown, you force a couple turnovers, and then on special teams, you, you pick up a score there. Like, can't say too often that offense, defense, special teams all put points on the board. Um, and for the special teams, I mean, gosh, how much were we complaining about that last year? That's one of those where we can unequivocally say, well, they got that. Thing. Yes. And, and, you know, you talk about Leary, and he didn't have a great game. I think he struggled early, was a little bit better in the second half. But could some of that also just be rust? I mean, I think people forget he missed, what, the back half of the season last year for NC State and then had the surgery. So, I mean, some of that could have just been a little bit of rust and also maybe just trying to make that big splash also. Oh, it felt like all day that team was trying to score a 50-pointer, right? Like, you see it sometimes with basketball teams when they fall in a hole, and the coach always tell them, guys, you can't score a 17-pointer. You just got to play one possession at a time. It felt like Kentucky was trying to score 50 points every play. Uh, but you know what? There were some moments where, like, some incompletions were weary looked as accurate as could be. But there was one play in particular um, where I was just like, that's, that's, he's pressing right here. He makes that throw nine and a half times out of 10. And it was that little slant to Dane Key in the end zone. Uh, they end up getting a, a second chance at it. And Ray Davis got a touch in after a PI. But I mean, he just missed him through, you know, through too far ahead of him. That's uncharacteristic. And that's, that's kind of the nerves talking. And to your point, you know, he hadn't played in a long time. He's excited to be working with this NFL guy. Um, you know, they're kids, they're human. Uh, and, I, and I think that showed on Saturday. Um, but you know what? I know it's just an FCS team. I'd be fascinated if they played somebody bigger than EKU because the way the coaches have talked all week, there's very much a, like, we're so much better than we, we showed in week one sort of mentality. So I think they're going to come out fired up, ready to score a ton of points against EKU this Saturday. But do you think that we're going to be in the same boat, though, over like the next month of trying how – how hard it's going to be to evaluate because of the, the, the lesser competition that they're seeing. I mean, what kind of things can you look for in the game on Saturday to say, okay, well, this team this team is a little bit sharper? I think a lot of it just comes down to those two situations that we harped on most of the Touchdowns in the red zone and then third down. Um, Ball State converted, I want to say, 8 of 12 on third and fourth downs in the second half. Um, so the third down defense wasn't great, as great as the UK defense was at times. And then the third down offense wasn't great either. They didn't keep drives alive. That situational football, uh, that that's where I think you can see a lot of it. And then also, 
How long is how much time does Devin Leary have to throw? The first pass to Dan Key, I think we could have sat back there, uh, smoked a cigarette, had a beer, and, and ripped one fifty yards down the field by the time somebody got to it. I mean that, that he had all day to throw. So you you're seeing some glimpses. There's not these big warning signs. Um, but it is it is going to be tough to, to truly evaluate it. But you know what? Uh, if they can if, if they can give us a reason to complain, we'll find it. Yeah, and you mentioned the offensive line. I mean, I think we dodged a bullet with the big injury with, with Horsey. It looks like he's going to be good to go. I mean, miss a few weeks, and then, and then you think he'll be back out there. You think this is something that may loom a little bit? You know, I, I haven't been able to get a good sense of how long this may be. But, I, you know, I'm ideally just like, well, maybe he's back by Georgia, but I even think that might be pushing it. Like, it sounds like, a well, it's not a whole season, but it might be a four- to six-week type of deal. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's not ideal, but it could be worse, right? Um, you know, my mother always told me, uh, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. So the plan in place now is to let Dylan Ray run at left guard. And he was one of those guys that can't – when he transferred, guys, I was told he was a walk-on, never expect him to play. Uh, this dude ain't going to see the light of the day. That was kind of the impression I was over. I don't even know if we wrote about it over KSR. Um, and then he shows up, and they're like, actually, this guy's pretty good. Um, and he was getting a lot of uh, love in preseason fall camp when you would talk to people uh, around the program. They're like, yeah, yeah, you actually, uh, I don't think we'll need him this year, but he's going to be a baller in the future. Well, Ben Christman goes down with an injury, and then so does Kenneth Horsey. And he gets asked to step up right away. And I bet it didn't take him five plays before he opens up a crease for Ray Davis to run 26 yards down the left side of the field. So I, I, at least he's going to get some valuable reps. And the one thing we talked going into the season is, yes, ideally the schedule, you do get challenged a little bit earlier. But you have time. You've got some runway to figure things out. And that, that's exactly what Kentucky's going to do in the month of September. As we're talking to Nick Rouse, KSR's Nick Rouse here on the Green River Area Federal Credit Union Hotline. And, and Nick, the one thing you could tell by that game, whether, you know, I, I think I gave the offense a C plus, you know, it was defense a B plus, special teams an A plus plus because of what we went through last year. But the one thing you could tell was the UK wide receiving core is right up there with some of the best receiving cores in the country with Key and what Brown can do and even Robinson. I mean, Dane Key's a guy I think is going to be playing on Sundays in a few years. Yeah, and Dane is the one, too, that, you know, you kind of – watching Liam Cohen the first time around, he's good at getting his best players the ball. Um, That's just kind of a trademark of what he's come up with as a coach whether it's working for Mark Whipple at Pitt or working for Sean McVay and the Rams. And we saw it with Wondell Robinson. So it's like, well, I know they're going to spread around more, but who's going to end up being the go-to guy? I, I assume it would be Barry on Brown, but I, I thought Barry on, he, he, he left some for me to be desired. That physicality, I think he's going to struggle with it. Whereas Dane Key is just, he is a strong physical receiver who makes catches through contact. Um, he, he, he obviously had the biggest day out of them all on the stat sheet. I'm curious how how much they're going to use him on those deep crossers because that that was what happened on that first play. Uh, it was textbook. How often can you dial those up and you get the protection to get him the ball? Because when the ball is going up to him, if it's on target, I'm assuming he's going to catch it. Like there's no 
<laughs> There's no question about it. Well, Nick, you know, we, we, we saw Dane Key dominate at the high school level. Another kid that we're seeing dominate a little bit right now is Cutter Bowley. Have you had a chance to see him at all in the high school ranks this season? I actually have not yet in person. He's making to my neck of the woods uh, to play the other power. Or he, I guess he's group of five quarterback. Cole Hodges at Cal this weekend. But uh, I, I, I really think that one of those traits that we didn't value enough until we watched Will Levis play football for two years is just pocket awareness and the way that cutter feels pressure and can be dialed in and have his eyes downfield until the absolute last moment and then stand in there and take a hit. I've been, I've been really impressed watching him. Um, you know, he obviously makes some of those throws where he's on the run and he's off platform where it's like, Oh, sheesh. But the, the, the ability to, to feel the pressure as it comes, I, that's just that shows you the kind of instincts he has as a football player, and that's something you just can't. It's uncoachable. Like I don't, I don't care who you are, you either got it or you don't. And I, I think Bowie certainly got it. And and Nick, I got to ask you. You know, we, we talk about the the big crowd at UK. If you got in, I say hopefully UK gets that fixed where people can get in before the end of the first quarter. But what was the atmosphere up there like at the Kroger Field? Yeah, I, I did hear there were ticket problems. I didn't hear about any beer problems, which was nice. I, <laughs> hey, you got the priority straight. <laughs> well, you know, and I, you worry about that, right? It's the first time, and I know a lot of this stuff is not cash, and I'm used to going cash on hand to places like that. Um, so, like, it, I, I was a little worried, but there were it, it was smooth. It was streamlined. The, the coolers where you could walk up and grab them, it was nice. And, you know, for a hot day, I mean, it, and it was it was hot. However hot you think it is, it was hotter. Um, you could feel it at 10 a.m., two hours before kickoff. So if you were sitting out there in the sun, you could definitely feel it. So it was a good atmosphere, um, all things considered. You know, being Ball State, being super hot, being Labor Day weekend. And it tailed off as the game went on. But I thought it showed a good crowd for some of the big-time players they had on campus. Brian Robinson, four-star edge that has had kind of a wild recruitment. He was there along with the Smith twins from Corbin. Um, and an official visitor, uh, linebacker Devin Smith from Georgia. He's going to choose between Kentucky or LSU here in a couple of weeks. So, um, a lot of big time visitors. Kentucky making some, some waves on the recruiting trail. And they got another edge, Lorenzo Cowan, who's going to be visiting this weekend. And there's a lot of buzz that a commitment could follow soon. So that's one to keep an eye on. Well, just let him know if he wants to lose big games, then he can go to LSU because nobody's better at that than Brian Kelly. <laughs> Man, you know, and that, that's one thing that I like. We have all this build up for the summer, right? Because the college football season so long, and to see the fallout at South Carolina and Florida, especially when like South Carolina, I don't mean to two mile horn, but I could see that thing coming from a mile away, and to hear their fans just like, I mean, what's going to happen when we play Kentucky? The Florida fans talking about like what. What are we going to do when we go to Kroger Field? I, I just sometimes I think I'm living in the twilight zone. <laughs> it's the split. That's yeah. Sure. Is, is the SEC maybe? I mean, you know, the three most meaningful games they play this week. They they not only get beat, they get dominated in all three of them. Is this? I mean, are we seeing the resemblance of NIL and the transfer portal that maybe the SEC is still the best conference, but maybe not the dominant dominant conference it was four years ago. Oh, yeah, well, just the talent's going to be spread out more. Like it's it's the same thing with college basketball. It's going to be the same with college football. Like Alabama just can't stack five stars. 
is they got to be able to keep them happy, right? So they're going to spread out. They're going to go to other places. They're going to play for Coach Prime in Colorado, right? So I, I, I think that's a big part of it. Um, and, and also the thing with the SEC this year, too, there's just a really strong middle class where, you know, of the 14 teams, I think eight are just kind of lumped in together and could be between six and six and nine and three. Right. There might be two teams that go nine and three out of that, but most of them will just fall between six and six, seven and five, eight and four. Um, and so I, I don't, I'm curious because I'm still not sure how good those sort of second best teams are. You know, Arkansas didn't get tested. A&M didn't get tested. Um, they will when they play Miami, which should be a, a great game. So I'm fascinated by A&M and also uh, Tennessee because Tennessee looks a little sluggish in their first half before turning it on against a, a, a not-so-great Virginia team that went through a lot. So I'll, I'll be fascinated. That Tennessee-Florida game, um, I know Florida's not that great, but they kind of just, like, it was an all-systems uh, failure. Fascinating to see how that one goes because if Tennessee just picks them apart, then the, the, the buzzards might be circling the Gators when they come to Lexington September 30th. And we'll take it for sure. Before we get you out of here, Nick, got to switch it to basketball really quick. Obviously, all this the cloud over Big Z, is he going to be eligible? I mean, he's going to be eligible to even come to school. You know, I've seen some of your takes out there on Twitter. You know, what are your thoughts? What is your feel on that situation? I do find it funny that every time I come on here, it's to talk football, and then something just so weird happens with that. It does. It does. I just want to focus on football right now. (laughs) And Cal quit taking pictures with the owner of the Reds, by by God, the most hated owner in baseball. Yeah, and then, I mean, I think there was one time I came on, like, right after the football school, basketball school stuff happened. Yes. It's just I, I, I'm like a red herring for this stuff, but uh, you know, part of it, I'm very frustrated with UK's administration. Mostly, it's just all leadership involved, right? Like, how have you all, like, this kid committed in early August? How have you not figured it out yet? If he failed the test, give him another dang test. Like, he can obviously speak English. Like, it's not that hard. And I know that you want to have standards and yada yada yada. And maybe there's some people over there who think Cal's gotten too big for his britches. They won't send a message. Well, you know what? Nobody cares. Like this is this is basketball at the University of Kentucky. And if you mean to tell me that he could go to Duke but not Kentucky, he could get into Duke or some other. That's a twilight or, zone. You you name it. Like it doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. So I I hope that common sense prevails. Um, I do think the fans did a good job of. Um, rallying behind a cause and sharing their displeasure. Because I mean, my thing is, is I just don't like if the alternative doesn't happen and they don't get it done. Like I just, I, I can't even comprehend that happening. Like I, I really can't. It's one thing if it's an NCAA thing, but if it's UK thing, like I'm sorry, this is the era of nil in the transfer portal. We should be cheating our asses off to get players <laughs> to this school. Like, there are no rules anymore. This isn't even like Emory Riddle packages are opening up. Like, do whatever you can to get the seven foot three guy who's going to the NBA draft to spend a year in life. It's not that complicated. Let, let Cal get, yeah, let Cal get Derrick Rose to take his test for him. That's all I care about. <laughs> Seriously. Man, Nick, hey, we got, we got, we'll get out of here. Thank you so much. Hey, First of all, we live at five one send a thank you to your family for always letting us interrupt your dinner. Yeah. So thank you very much for giving us some time. <laughs> hey, don't worry. The pork chops got off the grill in time. Uh, good deal. Boys got some watermelon, so we're good to go. Yeah. Always enjoy hanging out with y'all. Oh, thanks, uh, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you.
That's Nick Roush from uh, KSR. If you don't know him, I'm, you know us. You got to know Nick Roush. Just at Roush KSR on the Twitter machine. And that's that's the rant that I was looking at. It is. That's, that's perfect. It. When you can it. get into Duke and not UK, come on. Yeah, we, I mean, you know, Kentucky's covering 26-point spreads and people are upset. And the basketball team can't won't get a kid eligible, or the school just refuses to, to get him eligible. I do have to go to the to the uh, uh, kicking text, text line real quick. I got a report. Reports from Farm Boy down in Butler County, absolutely slammed. They're having to actually park down the road and walk, and that's all that you know. You got all that money going to absolutely. that family down there in Butler County. That is great reports down there, and uh, we'll have some information uh, hopefully tomorrow on what we're going to be doing to help raise for money for them and finalizing that. But the early reports down there at Farm Boy are they are absolutely slammed, and it's been a big hit, which is great news. I love having the the, the communities of all the, the third region area, especially down south down there, pulling together. You know, third region hoops has done a good job promoting this. I know they had a Twitter space. I mean, there's been so many people that's kind of pulled together. Uh, to help a family in need, and it's it's awesome to see. Everybody, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's great reports down there, and, and 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 still, we need to keep this family in our prayers for a good long while because they've got a long road and a long battle to go. They certainly do. We'll take a break and come back, finish it up live at five one zero two seven. The game. Cigar enthusiasts, get ready for a party. Dano Cigar's second annual Stogie Fest, Saturday, September 23rd from noon till 6. You can indulge in a day of luxury and camaraderie as you savor the finest premium hand-rolled cigars. Everyone is invited, from beginners to aficionados, to enjoy the day in a relaxing, stylish atmosphere. There will be vendors, food, cocktails, live music, swag giveaways, discounts, and even a putting green. It's all happening at Stogie Fest, Saturday, September 23rd, noon to 6 at Dano Cigar Lounge, Highway 54, Owensboro, Kentucky. Discover a haven of tranquility at the Salt Room. Whether seeking relief from respiratory ailments, desiring to de-stress and unwind, or simply yearning for self-care, the Salt Room provides the rejuvenation you deserve. We take pride in offering an exceptional experience at the Salt Room. Only the highest quality salt products, selected for their purity and effectiveness, are used. Step into our sanctuary and let the healing power of salt therapy embrace you. Discover the countless advantages of salt therapy today at the Salt Room, a haven of health and serenity. Sports Country is now in a new location. Check them out at 317 Park Plaza Drive. With football season approaching, show your fandom from pro, college, or to any local high school team with gear from Sports Country. Now located at 317 Park Plaza Drive. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Here's your 14 first alert forecast. Overnight, mostly clear with a low of 65. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 81. Tomorrow night, mostly clear with a low of 60. And both Friday and Saturday, mostly sunny with a high around 80. I'm meteorologist Arden Gregory with your 14 first alert forecast. And now, more live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Big thanks to Nick Roush. If you missed that, you subscribe and like iTunes, Spotify, uh, Owensboro Radio app, wherever you got to listen back. That was good. That, that was, was great. Yeah, was, you know, we, we did let, let the let the FedEx the packages open up. Let, <laughs> do whatever you got to do. It's, there the are no fire. rules anymore. And then uh, Kyla Dilger back in segment one for Wesleyan Wednesday. Brand new men's and women's a tennis coach. Tomorrow we will have uh, Sarah Sanchez from Bleed Cubby Blues. Hey, don't sleep. We've been talking about Cubs and wild card. 
really game and a half back in the brew for the first spot. They are. Look, Look I mean, I, there is no way, not even the biggest Cub fan I know, Sarah Sanchez, could have foreseen this back in April. No, they're, they're playing well. And, yeah. and uh, you know, don't discount a team that gets hot here at the right time and uh, got a quick word from the T-Birds and obviously our Yeah, uh, we got the uh, Captain Katie Toner. With the Thunderbirds, will be on tomorrow, too. And they're coming to town next weekend, and we'll be at the Owensboro Airport a week from tomorrow. Yes. So we've got a lot to, to build up for the air show. We got tomorrow will be NFL predictions. Our Dano's LA5 will be based around NFL predictions, and they'll lead right in to the kickoff of the season tomorrow night. The Lions and the Chiefs right here on 1027 The Game, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holt. Yeah, like, uh, 630 is where it starts, so they'll just half a, you get to listen live at 5, find something, grab you a bite to eat, and then you can listen right here, as we'll have all NFL, a huge, I think we've got 90 games of NFL here on 1027 The Game, Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. It's going to be NFL heavy here on 1027. And the Cards make their new home on WVJS tomorrow night as well. Yes, I'm looking forward loaded. to that. Yeah, it's loaded. We're going to hear... dedicate a whole segment just to tell people what's going on. I know. we got a lot going on. We do have a lot going on. When you got five, when you got five high school games, five college games, and four NFL games every week, there's a lot going on. Plus, we'll be home for the, a lot of the Major League playoffs too. So we'll have that here too. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the cards. I, I hear there's going to be a monster crowd in Louisville tomorrow well, for a Thursday night game. My daughters will be there. My, my daughters will be in the house there tomorrow you go. cheering on the cards. I, you know, my oldest is, is I, I want to see her here, with so. the sign that says, Dad, please send money. That's yeah, all. Well, <laughs> there you go. Dad's already sent a lot of money. <laughs> believe, me. believe me. I'm tapped out. Tapped out. I need a couple tailgates to try to help <laughs> replenish the funds. But, uh, man, last night, I don't know why I do this to myself, Vic. The secret base documentary I, if, I don't know if anybody's seen the secret base documentaries on on uh, youtube where they go in they dive into situations analytically and i've talked about this a couple times yes last week was 98 they, they're doing the history of the vikings of the minnesota vikings okay and, and while i've been a fan my whole life i don't think i've really appreciated the amount of superstars that i've got to cheer for in my lifetime the vikings oh from the start i mean you think about it from from 1968 all the way up to you know what 2000, it was one of the it was one of the proudest franchises there were. Winning this franchise, number three, we're number three currently. Right, most the, winning. The one franchise. thing they don't have is a Super Bowl. Well, it, it's just the comedy of storytelling. It's almost like a Hollywood script, and I don't even know if a Hollywood right. You can watch Game of Thrones, right? In the first you know four or five seasons, you're like. Well, are the good guys ever going to win? Like, because they just keep getting their heads chopped off well, for forty years. And I mean, that's the Vikings. And I mean, that's us. When when do we get like season six and seven of Game of Thrones where where the good guys get some victories? Maybe. I mean, this last year? night I had to relive two thousand nine. That one had to hurt. And it opened it up. It opened up this wound. I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. Hopefully, I'm done with that. Yeah. I don't think there's any more big terrible losses from here on out. I think I think we put that behind us. Is that your worst loss? Oh, my it, Yeah, it still hurts real bad. Because you thought that team was going to be the Super Bowl champ. Well, I knew it was over. Yeah, not in far. I, I, yeah. I wanted to rough it in three days. We'll see you tomorrow on Live at 5. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to...